Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal Show, brought to you by ebodyboarding.com and Tribe Boards. Well, hey folks, Jay Real back at you with another episode of The Real Deal Show. Sitting with me is a man who really needs no introduction if you know anything about bodyboarding. He is our current world champion and current world tour leader. This is Tristan Roberts. What's happening, Tristan? Yeah, legend, brother. Thank How you so you? much for Good. having me. Yeah. Well, we are here at the 2022 Visit Maldives Pro, and uh, Tristan has been on a tear throughout this entire event, but of course, this will air long after the event is over. Let's just talk about your bodyboarding life uh, going way back, and then we'll get into current action. So you are from, obviously, from South Africa, Onrus. Yeah. You lived there all your life. Yeah, I, I was born in Cape Town, um, and then at the age of seven, we moved to, to Onrus, which okay. is situated in Amanus. Amanus is the main city, so it's just a suburb in Amanus. Got it. And um, yeah, uh, Kind of, we moved close to the ocean then, so that's when I picked up a bodyboard and started getting into it. Yeah, so how did you pick up bodyboarding? Was your family into yeah, it, friends? so my brother, he's about eight years older than me, and um, he was bodyboarding and got into it with all the guys around there, and I was kind of just dragged down to the beach with him. and. <laughs> Um, kind of like my mom was like, yeah, just look after Tristan and take him down to the beach with you. And uh, yeah, so then I started seeing them getting into it. And then, yeah. Just. Did you do other sports as well? Yeah, throughout my whole school career, I did. I played every sport I could. I was. I even did motocross for a while and until I had an accident and I came home and my mom sold all my gear. So ah. <laughs> done with the sport. And I played a lot of rugby in South Africa through okay. um, up until I was 18 years old. I really liked rugby and cricket and athletics. So, well, when did you learn? Obviously, you're an athlete, but when did you learn that bodyboarding was something you were really good at? Or was it early on? Yeah, I guess it was. It was early on because um, I, I started when I was about seven, eight years old, and at about ten years old, I was competing, doing boys under twelve. Wow. Um, yeah, did boys under twelve? I think it was only around for one year, and then there was no more boys under twelve division. Wow. And then, um, yeah, I started motocross, stopped bodyboarding for about a year. Um, loved that until I had the accident. Yeah, well, tell me about the accident. Did you it, break anything? No, I just kind of, um, it was actually after training. I came back and I uh, cleaned my bike and I took it around the block to um, just to get rid of the water in the exhaust and everything. And I was kind of like, didn't have a helmet on, like no shoes kind of just cruising around the block and uh, like come around a blind corner and there was um, they were doing construction work and they had like put all these big boulders in the road and uh, yeah I just kind of like hit a rock and fell and like knocked myself out oh my god and then um, my foot was actually stuck in between the chain whoa so yeah it was like the chain was like digging into my foot a bit and yeah just got really scratched up and so you're doing all this gnarly riding out in the dirt. Exactly. And you get hurt just cruising just around cruising the block around, to get yeah. the water out of the When you're like kind of least expected. Uh -huh. yeah. But it's like that in all sports, I reckon. Like bodyboarding and everything, it's like when it's one to two foot. You that's of, when you get hurt. Yeah. Because your guard is down. Exactly, yeah. Right? So yeah. that's when the bad stuff happens. Yeah. So, all right. So you're a young kid. You're into bodyboarding. You're competing. You're starting to do well. Yeah. Did you go to the SA Championships? Yeah, so I went to SA Champs. I think my first year was 2009, um, and I was still I was competing under boys under 15, but I was 12 at the time. 
and um, yeah, it was the waves were pumping, and I was like so small I could hardly make the paddle out in the semi-finals. I made it to the semi-finals, and then it just got too big for me, and I was like just getting blown up and got eliminated in the semi-finals. And then it took me till 2011 to win my first boys under 15 title. And then 2012, I won boys under 15 and the open division. So like when I and then that was like my I did one year after that my first year juniors. I won juniors and came second in the pro division and then I didn't do nationals after that like kind of just started competing on the tour and doing the odd events in my time and that I had off school because still had school to do so in my school holidays I kind of just did the events that overlapped with my school holidays um, up until when I was 18 and finished school and then kind of moved on to tour full time when I was finished school at 18. Did you know like from an early age this is what I want to do I want to get paid to bodyboard and yeah the world. I guess like from 2012 when I went to the ISA and then I went to Fronton for the first time um, and um, Pride hooked me up and started sponsoring me as kind of like had my foot in the door and had Jared there too who actually signed the brand recently afterwards and kind of paved the way for me a bit um, and I was just I was just frothing bro like from that time I was so eager to keep pushing myself and always comparing myself to the guys that are my age around the world like watching YouTube videos trying to see where my levels at and so I guess I was always bitten by the bug and always into it. So yeah, what's interesting is that you and Tanner have really similar stories. You know, you guys were dominating competition at very young ages against guys much older than you. Yeah, and you kind of around the same age, really. You're just maybe one year older than yeah, Tanner, yes. right? Yeah. So I, I guess it's just the athleticism. Like I think yep. he was really good at gymnastics before, so it's kind of like yeah, once you. If you've got that side to you, then you tend to catch the things a bit quicker, I guess. Yeah, yeah. translates yeah. to bodyboarding for sure. Air yeah. awareness, Yeah. whether it be jumping on a motorbike yeah. over massive dirt jumps, or in Tanner's case, gymnastics, yeah. all of that translates well to bodyboarding, not to mention the impact that for your sure, body yeah. takes. Have you had some bad injuries in bodyboarding over the years? Um, I've actually, like, I... I fractured a rib of mine um, two years ago and really did a lot of damage to the cartilage. Was this landing one of your yeah. signature backflips? Yeah, actually, and um, it was coming out of quarantine actually. It was like, so it might have been, yeah, it was just after this COVID situation, like kind of locked down in Portugal, not doing much, like kind of got lazy on training, just kind of cruising, and then flew back to South Africa, had to do two weeks in a hotel in quarantine, like driving myself mental like watching all these bodyboarding videos like super eager to get out of there like got released from the hotel and then the waves are like pumping for three days straight it's kind of like maybe my body was a bit soft after yeah. just sitting around and like not really doing much and by the time day three came and I was kind of a bit sore was, the waves are so good I was still like kind of sending it and just felt like on one back looked like a really sharp pain in my ribs I was like oh that's doesn't feel good um, so I didn't actually break the rib but I uh, fractured the fractured the bone but the cartilage is what's been annoying me since because just like the cartilage is kind of loose now and it oh, pops yeah. all the time like every time I'm pushing wow. it it's like popping and you can feel it still yeah I actually follow quite a lot of this event with no wetsuit because <laughs> normally I use a wetsuit so there's a bit of a protective layer yep but now that it's like straight on the bodyboard and it rubs a bit like it does get a bit inflamed and whatever but it's not 
it's not crucial pain it's just like I, f- I know it's there you know <laughs> and um, yeah I've tested it through a lot like if it was gonna break it would have broken today and the other yeah, days you had one wave today you just did a backflip you landed so hard and bounced so yeah, hard yeah. and I was actually doing the commentary I actually mentioned the impact that your bodies take when you land those kind of maneuvers and how strong your core has to yeah. be so do you do any training yeah other than bodyboarding yeah so i've actually like um have a biokinetics uh, trainer at the moment uh, Nelia harding and i have a physiotherapist at home that i work a lot with and and i've always loved training i think like since i was young and any sport i did in my off time i liked running and doing my thing so but yeah they've they've actually recognized a few areas in the beginning of last year like what could go wrong like maybe in the future and they're trying to just backtrack me a bit and realign my body and strengthen me in that position so it's been really interesting I've learned a lot because I before that I kind of just trained on my own you know like doing the push-ups the pull-ups at home thinking like yeah that's sweet I'm I'm training and running and I'm all good you know but once you go to them and you realize like your form on push-ups and pull-ups have been wrong your whole life and they readjust everything and trying to so yeah it's been a big learning curve for me and something that I'm really excited to look uh, look forward to like learning more and continue to push myself and I think it's only now that the level of the sport is like rising so much and guys are just going all broke that like kids hopefully they realize early on in their career that the outside water is is, of training is really important and it's better to do it before you get hurt you know like preparation is better than rehab you know so for sure I think uh, once you have to start uh, going into rehab for injuries that's that's where problems yeah. come along so it's better to stay prepared and stay ready like Moz absolute animal I don't think he's had many injuries in his life you know yep. he's just built physically just like you know like a robot and yeah so yeah I think he's a great example to all of us growing up and, yeah. and something that I always you know look to Moz at and as yeah. an example well it's interesting because you know Back in my day, guys weren't doing the kind of maneuvers that you guys are doing. Yeah. And then now, I'm almost 60 years old. Mike Stewart's a little older than me, and we're still, I mean, we're not. I'm not surfing anywhere near the level you guys do, but the point is the longevity has to stay. And now, because the, what you guys do in the water, you have to train to maintain that fitness so that you can bodyboard when exactly, you're yeah. 58, 60 years old. Yeah and you know keep it as a life sport as it were for sure i don't i don't even know if i'm going to be able to do that like like i don't (laughs) know i don't know how long our careers are going to be you know guys like tana and i that kind of like from the new generation have been pushing ourselves so hard for so long it's kind of like i feel like we'll be the benchmark to see exactly what needs to be done in preparation in order to create that long to not have broken bodies so yeah, that's kind of like one of my main yeah. focuses. I really enjoy the training and trying to build on that longevity at the moment. So moving forward with your world title hopes, right now you're reigning world champ, you're going for the second world title. Uh, in this event, you and Tanner both got knocked out at the same spot, so it's still even Steven as far as your, your his deficit behind you. Yeah. What's it gonna come down to to determine who's going to win that world title at yeah. the end of this year. Yeah, so according to my my calculations, yeah, um, there's math so, involved. Yeah, right? so so what what it's all going to come down to is Tanner has to win a 2,500. If he wins a 2,500, he's going to 
jump into first squad. So it's South Africa left and Central left. So he has to win one of those two, or he needs to come second at front on or better. Wow. So that's that's just Tanner. But there's other guys like Moz now. If he wins this event, he has a win in Arika, he could win Sintra and win Fronton and he he wins the world title. You know, there's Alan Munoz who wasn't at this event, but you'll probably go to South Africa and Sintra if if he wins one of those and he goes into Fronton and wins Fronton, like you know, he's also in the shot. So Jeez, I think a lot of what ifs. There, there is a there is a big you know, there's a big pool of guys that can still do it. Yep. Um it's probably Tanner, Alan uh, Moz and I from my calculations don't, yeah. don't get me wrong <laughs> um, and yeah I think anything's possible I've, you know in 2019 when I won the world title I had to win front on and Pierre had to lose before quarters and you know Pierre's known to be in at least semis at front on and so that was a real long shot <laughs> so yeah. doing that is kind of like now I'm just I've never come at chickens before they hatch because yeah. anything can happen and a lot of variables so many and for me it's just kind of this I've had five consecutive podiums and I'm, I'm super stoked with my performance so far this year and I just hope to keep that momentum on you know and I love going to front on and my goal is just to put on a big performance there and if I can do that then I'm happy with this year okay so switching off the competitive uh, topic and moving to free surfing do you prefer going on a surf trip or competing or do you just like both equally just different yeah so that's that's the thing like i was saying earlier this year to my girlfriend like i don't know how we like guys chase five world titles because the stress is just so heavy like so much on you yeah. and then i went home and i was like off for a month and kind of itching to surf a heat again so i was like okay that's how they yeah, do it you know it's super fire. addictive to come back and start fighting so I think it's the balance, you know, I love going on a free surf trip and even better if there's no cameras, you know, like if it's for me, oh, yeah. like after an event like this, all I want to do now is just go home and surf and not chase footage and just like switch off and like go on a trip with the boys and just surf, you know, yeah. I don't want any camera in sight because wow. that's when that stuff starts coming back and you're sure. trying to perform for a camera and uh, the best like surfs I've had this year has been when there's no cameras around and just cruising, you know, like yeah. super happy with my friends and you know we're still pushing each other but having a laugh in between and you know, not really focused on trying to do whatever the biggest punts all the time and playing around with bodyboarding and you know that's that's kind of what got us into the sport in the beginning was right. going on surf trips with friends you know that was yeah. addictive so two questions for you do you ever get scared out in the surf for sure you get scared I think they're especially at like Fronton or at Arica or something you can kind of sense it in amongst all the athletes yeah. like there's always that fear and no one's gonna say it but it's like you can sense the vibe sure. in the morning yep. and um, yeah it's kind of just to like in a free surf you have the option you know like but I kind of always push myself because I know that's gonna come down like in a heat at some point it's gonna be big and scary and you still need to perform so of course in a heat it kind of switches off uh, the fear thing just kind of goes out the window and I'm just like oh well am I there coming in with a good result or stitches like don't really care like <laughs> you know that especially at front on that's kind of like the mentality you've got to go yeah. into when it's big it's just put your body on the line and hope for the best I don't really so happy. kind of switch that off completely you know love watching you guys out there my second question is what's your favorite surf trip that you've ever been on well, that is a tough question, um, but I did do front on, I did Canaries straight out of school, like in the off season from like January, February, 
spent two months there, like surfing front on, like straight out of school, just super grom. Like, wow. Spent two months there, just surfing, you know, a lot and meeting all the boys, and that's kind of where I started pushing myself even more because I was, you know, pushed into big front on with local guys right. that were pushing it, and I think that's definitely one that'll be installed in my memory forever. Like where it's just pushed my riding a lot, and. Yep. Um, made me grow a lot. I surfed like pumping front on with just Moz and I out like one day. Like I'll never forget it was like onshore and then it started raining a lot. And Moz like messaged me like, hey, do you think like the wind died after the rain? And like we went to go check the surf and it was like just like 68 feet perfection, like rushed out there. It was like and I remember it was like this crazy rainbow too, like after the rain, like I have this crazy memory and it was just trading ways like it wasn't long it was maybe like an hour and a half but the session was just like magic yeah for me at that time I was like I'm sharing pumping front on with like the man out here you know like that's sick so that was really cool but yeah I've had many plenty like trips where it's just in the desert in South Africa with friends that have just also been in you know installed in my memory for so long and where have you so not special. been that you want to go I guess I'd really want to spend a lot of time in Indo. I've, okay. I've been there for a trip and um, I just like to go there and free surf and cruise around and you know, but it really clashes with the dates for tour. Same with Australia, I'm itching to go and spend time in Australia and chase the slabs there with all those crazy guys and you know, push myself amongst the Aussies. Um, so that's, those are two next destinations on my bucket list that I'm like really wanting to spend more time at and yeah. looking for any opportunity that I can go to go there. <laughs> this guy loves the heavy stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. you get older, you kind of don't want the heavy stuff. At least me, I, you know, I, I want easier, a little bit easier waves, not the crazy, gnarly, <laughs> giant frontone and other slabs that yeah. these guys chase. It's so fun to watch you guys. I'm going to give you one more chance here. Actually, I haven't given you a chance yet, but let's do a shout out to your sponsors. Yeah, but like my main sponsor, Pride, and we've actually got a, my pro model is called The Realist. Yep. And um, We sell it. <laughs> so, at ebodyboarding.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they've been helping me since I was a kid, you know, since I was 15 years old. So, massive shout out to them. And yeah, it's just like without them, like my career would be a lot less than what Life it is at the sponsor. moment. Yeah, it's like... So everything I've got through life has come through bodyboarding and I'm really grateful for the companies that do support me and you know, Red Bull in South Africa and African Canamid, which is a CBD company in South Africa, have really helped me in the last few years. And oh. Yeah, just shout out to all those boys. I really appreciate your support. Right on. So Tristan, thanks, man. I appreciate your time. Legend, thank you. This is current world champion Tristan Roberts gunning for his second world title. We will see at the end of the year if he can pull it off. But even if he doesn't, he's a killer, super cool guy. I like him. So he's he's a champion in my book, no matter what. Legend, thank you, brother. So that'll do it for this episode of The Real Deal Show, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give us the thumbs up, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you listen on the podcast, hope you enjoyed it. Folks, we'll see you next time, and we'll see you in the surf. Thank you.